And I ain't afraid of him, even if he is Lebwell. Oh, Cliff, if he should find out I've been seeing you... That's just what I figure on telling him. But you can't... Dis- well, where is he? He just stepped back in the storeroom. Please leave before he comes. Now, honey, you can't do that. We might just as well settle things once and for all. You can't talk to Father. I aim to tell him you and me plan on getting hit. He'll be furious. Maybe he will, and maybe he won't. The hearty cry of Hyo Silver has echoed through the years from the wild and untamed west of yesterday. It has acted as a symbol of courage to the oppressed, a challenge to the lawless. Let us return to the west of old and thrill to another of the Lone Ranger's stories featuring the most picturesque and colorful character ever to ride the plains and prairies. Welcome to The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger lives by a code of conduct. This conduct consists of two major parts, the Lone Ranger Creed and a set of guidelines. One of the Lone Ranger's creeds is that God put the firewood there, but that every man must gather and light it himself. is part of the Life Podcast Network. Our goal is to keep adding shows to our network that bring you good, family-friendly content. If you're interested in becoming involved with our podcast network, please go to lifepodcast.net and click on the Contact Us page. We're also working on a monthly live broadcast designed to connect Lone Ranger enthusiasts. Sign up at our Facebook page to keep up to date. And now, let's listen to another great tale of the Lone Ranger. (laughs) When the early pioneers settled in the western United States, they kept many of their eastern customs, but they were unable to maintain law and order in the new territory. Outlaws preyed on the honest settlers. Cattle was stolen, banks were looted, and no man's property was safe. That was when the masked rider of the plains first rode in the cause of justice. No man did more in the fight against crime and criminals, and the memory of his deeds will remain as long as the memory of the early west itself. Now return with us once more to those thrilling days of yesteryear. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver! We're heading for Wellsville! Someone's waiting on the trail ahead! The town of Wellsville was founded by Zeb Wells, an Easterner. Its citizens were old neighbors and friends of Zeb from the East, and it was Zeb's money that had made it possible for them to settle in the new country. Zeb refused either to follow the customs or to be friendly with the people of the West. And the other inhabitants of Wellsville, because of their debt to him, were forced to obey his wishes. As the first scene of our drama opens, we see Nate Porter, the marshal, hailing Zeb, who just entered town. Hold on there. Staying in town for a while, you're going right on through. Reckon we'll stay a while, won't we, Money? Reckon we will, Doc. 
What's it to you, Marshal? Well, if you're saying, you'll have to hand over them shooting irons you're wearing. Huh? What's that? You're loco. Them's the rules, and I'm here to enforce them. I never heard of such a thing before. Is that some more of them darn fool notions of Zeb Wells? Zeb, give me my orders. You fellow strangers here? Yeah. And how come you'd know about Zeb? Shucks, everyone around these parts has heard about the crazy things he does. Is it a fact old Zeb won't let none of the girls in this town keep company with anybody that ain't from the East? It sure is. And he won't let nobody but Easterners stay in town unless they're on business? Well, not that exactly. There ain't no way to stop strangers from coming here. They just ain't made welcome, that's all. You don't talk like no Easterner. I ain't. But Zeb had to have a fellow that's handy with a gun for town marshal, so he hired me. This is sure the dernest setup I ever seen. Give me your shooting irons. You can have them back when you're ready to move on. All right. Here's mine. They'll be in my office when you want them. And here's mine. Mm-hmm. Come on, Money. Let's get going. Yeah. Say, Marshal, there's two more fellas coming. Them fellas on two big white horses. You're taking their guns, too? I sure am. There ain't nobody comes to this town without handing over his gun belt. Come on. Get up there. Get up there. I don't know whether I should have let them fellas stop in town at all. They're sure a pair of tough-looking hombres. Hey, you fellas. Oh, 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 Here's my gun belt, Marshal. Here. Here, mine. Oh, well, I'll be doggone. How do you fellas savvy what I stopped you for? We heard it was the rule here. Well, it ain't none of my doings. But I reckon Zeb savvies what he wants. He seems to have definite opinions about everything. He has that. Especially about Westerners. Chuck Zeb ain't a bad fella. But he's just come out this way, and he's still got the notion there ain't no Westerner was ever any good. I see. Come on, Tyler. Uh, Your guns will be in my office, stranger. Very well. Come on, Get on point, fella. Where are those two men gone who were talking to the marshal just before we rode up, Kimosabe? Them stopped by a livery barn. They look to me like Dolph Layton and Monty Megan. Uh, when we saw Bolivar Bates and Hacksaw Hastings, they told us Dolph and Monty were riding this way. Them two fellas, outlaws. Dolph and Monty are two of the worst outlaws in this section. What them do here? That's what I want to find out. How you find out? First, I want to have a talk with Zeb Wells. Him plenty strange, fellow. I've heard a lot about him lately. Uh, and from what I've heard, I'm afraid he's heading for trouble. Why you think that? He's prejudiced against everything Western. Oh, that's right. For instance, he won't allow his people to carry guns. That bad. Zeb insists that only bullies and outlaws need guns. He isn't aware that if outlaws carry guns, honest people must do the same to protect themselves. Uh, Wellsville has no bank. People here take the money to Zeb and he keeps it in his safe. Maybe outlaw know that. That would be a temptation to any outlaw. Zeb sometimes has thousands of dollars in his safe, from what I've been told. Not keep plenty cash. That's why I wanted to come here when I learned that Dolphin Monty would be in town. I may plan to take advantage of Zeb's ignorance of Western ways. Maybe that's right. Dotto, I want you to follow Dolphin Monty. Don't uh, do that. Try to hear everything they say. Uh-huh. And in the meantime, I'll look over the town before calling on Zeb. Tonto leaving you now. Right. Come on, Silver. Young Cliff Dolan had been born in the West and now was the owner of a small but prosperous ranch 
not many miles distant from Wellsville. We see him as he enters the general store run by Zeb Wells in town. Howdy, Rita. Claire, what are you doing here? I come to see you, Paul. Oh, no. I told you I was. And I ain't afraid of him even if he is Zeb Wells. Oh, Cliff, if he should find out I've been seeing you... That's just what I figure on telling him. But you can't... Dis- well, where is he? He just stepped back in the storeroom. <laughs> Please leave before he comes. Now, honey, you can't do that. We might just as well settle things once and for all. You can't talk to Father. I aim to tell him you and me plan on getting hit. He'll be furious. Maybe he will, and maybe he won't. But I don't hanker to keep on sneaking behind his back. He's going to find out right now how things stand. Oh, Cliff, wait. Please wait. But, Rita, there ain't no sense in it. You don't know. He may change his mind about things after a while, and you know I'll always wait for you. Sure, I savvy you love me, honey. Just the same way I'm crazy about you. But it ain't fair to any of us to let things go on the way they've been. I, I think I hear Father coming. Well, that's just fine. Go. Please go. If he gets into one of his terrible tempers... Rita! Yes, Father? Who is this young man you're talking to? Customer? Why, uh, he... I ain't I... no customer, Mr. Wells. Yes? I come to tell you I aim to marry your girl. What's that? And Rita wants to marry me, too. Rita, this true? I... Yes, it is. Get out of here, young man. Now, look here, Mr. Wells. That ain't no way to act. There ain't nothing you could have again me. I said get out. Not till I've said all I come to say. You'll get now or I'll take a whip to you. Father, there's a customer. He can wait. Won't have any young whippersnapper like this defying me. Mr. Wells, I got a ranch and cash in the bank over to Leadville. I ain't a drinking man or a gunfighter neither. I can't see why you No don't... daughter of mine will marry a westerner. But you ain't... I know here. your breed. You're ruffians. Nothing but ruffians, the whole lot of you. That ain't so. When I founded this town... I said no one living here would have anything to do with your kind. Father, can't you be reasonable? I am reasonable. I'm saving you from a foolish mistake. Well, you might as well know right now that I ain't giving Rita up. Do you see this whip? What do you aim to do with that? I said I'd take a whip to you if you didn't leave. You better leave, Cliff. There ain't a man alive can drive me out of any place. No, well, I'll show you. That was just a warning. Next time it'll be across your back. Why, you... I warned you... I'll fix you for that. And here's another. I know you don't. Let go my arm. Not until you drop that whip. Get back, stranger. Drop that whip. Drop it. I can handle my own fights. There isn't going to be a fight. Get out, Cliff. I'll do no such thing. Susie says, Cliff, don't you understand the trouble you've made for me already? But I tell you, I'm not going... I'll be the one that's punished for what's happened, not you. Go on, Cliff. I'll go. But it won't be you that's making me go, Mr. Wells. If I ever see you near my daughter again, I'll horsewhip you within an inch of your life. I... I'm sorry about the way things had to turn out, Rita. So am I, Cliff. So long. But I'll be seeing you. Goodbye. All right. You can have your whip back, Zeb. Confound you. What right you have to end up here? You a friend of his? I'm a friend of all Westerners. Yeah, just as I thought. You can get out of here, too. I came here to talk to you. I hope to persuade you that the course you're following is wrong. I thunder. I... What's that? Just cowboys letting off steam, Zeb. Shooting off guns in town. I won't stand for it. There's no harm in it. It's just a custom. Where's the marshal? Why did he take your guns away? I'll see to this. Out of my way, Rick. Him. plenty man. I, I apologize for the way Father talked. He isn't always this way. Really, he isn't. But, Cliff... I know. Was there something you wanted? Only to talk to your father. But I'm afraid that's hopeless. Yes. He won't listen to anybody. Come, Tyler. Uh-huh. Come back later. He may be more reasonable then. Thank you. 
What did you learn, Kimasabe? How to hear them talk, Dawson, Monty? Uh-huh. What did they say? Me learn. There are plenty of other fellas with them. They have a gang? Mm, that's right. I wonder where the rest of the gang is. Maybe we trail them, Dawson. Huh? That's a good idea. Steady, Silver. Then leave town only short time. We'll see if we can pick up the trail. They must have something planned if they're here with a gang. Uh. And I'm afraid it won't do any good to talk with Zeb now. Why, that? I'll tell you about it later, Tonto. But now we're in a hurry. Come on, Get Silver. Get him up, white fella. Outlaws, Darth Layton and Monty Megan, were careful to avoid the regular trails when they left Wellsville. They headed straight for the hills and a dense forest. We see them now as they enter the clearing where their gang is camped. Hi there, Link. Hello, fellas. What'd you find out? <laughs> oh, plenty. This is going to be just about the easiest stunt we ever done. Yeah. Monty's right. That blame fool Zeb Wells couldn't have fixed things better for us. That's why I said it might be a good notion coming here. And it was the best notion you ever had, Link. I'm telling you, there ain't nobody in town even carries a gun except in the town marshal. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh-huh. What's more, when some cowboys come riding into town from off the range, firing their guns and whooping it up, you'd have thought everybody in town would go loco. Huh? Even old Zeb himself beat it out of his store to stop him. Zeb did that. Weren't only him. The blacksmith, the hotel clerk, the fellow in the feed store, the whole bunch of them come running to give the marshal a hand. Well, I'll be doggone. And it was just that that gave us our scheme. Yeah. You tell him about it, Dolph. It was your idea. How would you fellas like to be cowboys for maybe an hour or so? Go ahead, Dolph. Well, it's like this. When I seen how all the folks in town rushed to help the marshal when them cowboys rode in... I figured you fellas could do the same thing. How do you mean? I suppose you know all the cash in town is mostly kept in Zeb Wells' safe. Yeah, that's because they ain't got no bank yet. Uh-huh. Well, if you fellas rode into town firing your guns in the air and making a plenty noise, that'd give me and Money a chance of that safe while nobody was around. My golly, that ain't a bad idea. Zeb would be out of his store like a flash as soon as he heard the commotion. And Dolph and me'd be right there to open the safe with blasting powder. But that'd be heard. Not if you fellas made enough noise. Uh, just a second. If there ain't none of them carrying guns but the marshal, why can't we just ride into town and help ourselves without trying to fool them? Yeah. Sure, we could do that. Then it'll be known who was the outlaws. This way, there won't be no one to see us. And there ain't no way for it to be proved you was working with us. I reckon you are right at that. All you fellas got to do is make a commotion. Do you see us riding out of town? <laughs> and when we meet you in camp, there'll be cash enough for all of us. And all because old Zeb is too darn stubborn to savvy what's good for him. <laughs> The curtain falls on the first act of our thrilling Lone Ranger drama. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Next time on The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. Oh, 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 oh. An outlaw. Well, I'll shoot him. Shoot him. Get it back, my gun. You snatch it right out of my holster. Tonto, keep him run. Give him you later. Blast you. I won't you gonna... get your gun back, Cliff. But I tell you... Right can... now, I want your help. What help could I give you? You're in love with Rita Wells? What if I am? I happen to know that outlaws are planning to rob her father. What's that? The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger, is part of the Life Podcast Network, a group of family-friendly podcasts bringing a positive message of hope and inspiration. 
Some of the audio for this podcast was provided by the archive.org online database.